Jonathan, as we're between the episodes here, who's who knows if this is mm-hmm. uh, you know postlude to Monday or prelude to Tuesday? You do. You're the editor. It's, yeah. Well, but future me knows. Present me doesn't know. Yeah, that's um, true. Kendall Hallman was signed. Friend of the show, Kendall Hallman was signed up to be a guest host this week, and I emailed him very late because I wasn't. You know, I just I just didn't have my shit together, and I feel really. What bad else is new? Nothing. Well, no, I'll tell you what's new. What's new is I feel really bad because, as you know, Kendall Hallman, of all our listeners, emails us the most about Costco. Yes. Um, and I wanted to tell him that I got some new shorts at Costco the other day, and I'm wearing them. Ah, uh, what a disappointment got, for him John, to not see like, that. How much do you think I paid for these Costco shorts? Uh, $12. That's a, that's a very... Canny guess because shorts at Costco generally cost between twelve and fifteen dollars in my experience. I've bought shorts that's, at Costco before. That's why I bought these shorts, John. They were marked down to six dollars. I'm taking Ooh. them off right now, holding them up to my, oh my webcam. God. Oh my god, listeners! Check out I, these shorts. You don't want to know what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm gonna put my so shorts. I'm not back gonna on, describe Jonathan. it. Uh, uh, those are pretty good shorts. Six dollars. Yeah. Nice shorts. They bargain. come with the belt, or did you have to put the belt on separately? Oh, I see. So they came with a belt, and you brought your own belt. So it, it was a real come belt, with a belt. suspenders approach. They came with the suspenders. You're correct that the suspenders. Were they had two belts. It was a belt and suspenders. Jonathan, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. Uh huh. Sasquatch. My that is a deep cut. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. A little too deep for me. Uh, my name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John Hi. Othan. Today is Tuesday, December 6, nineteen eighty-three. We are currently reading Garfield number one nine nine seven, nineteen ninety-seven, edging dangerously close. On the G2K bug, what will happen on Garfield 2000? <laughs> the world wants to know. What happens in today's Garfield? No one cares, but Jonathan's going to tell us In today's anyway. Garfield, vertical cheese golf. I like that. Vertical, vertical? <laughs> vertical cheese golf. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a Flowers of Disgust song. It does. Um, So this one has three panels. Uh, If you're familiar with yesterday's episode, same same setup. Garfield hanging out near a baseboard or skirting, if you prefer, with a piece of cheese. There's a there's a mouse hole. John has been John has tasked Garfield with uh, doing some mousing, and I guess he wants him to use the cheese. Yeah. Uh, worth yeah, noting, Garfield ate to... the cheese yesterday, so this is like... This might be different cheese. Yeah, this is like different. It's a different piece of cheese, I, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He's using that cheese to lure the mouse. Yeah. Um, so in panel one, Garfield, who is, as Jonathan so rightly says, mousing. Um, I call it mousing, John. <laughs> I call it mousing. Yeah. Garfield thinkalogs. Exactly. Here's the scenario. Cat I like that pre- setup. Sorry. That is a good setup. It's that's a little bit like 
I don't think it's the opening of the song Parents Just Don't Understand by the Fresh Prince, <laughs> but it's very close. He's like, okay, here's the situation. Your parents go away for a big vacation. Something to... He was not necessarily a great rapper. Parents just don't understand. Yeah. 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 I remember that it's, refrain. He's very charismatic, though. That guy? Man. Okay. <laughs> Garfield Thinkalugs. He should have a film career. He should. Um, Garfield Thinkalugs. Here's the scenario. Cat crouches by cheese, waiting for mouse to exit hole to retrieve same. That's fun. Cat mm-hmm. catches mouse, fade out, the end. I wish he had started by saying ext mouse hole, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Ex- oh, exterior mouse hole? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you got to have the establishing indication. Yeah, to have the yeah. Well, is it interior is it this, out exterior? This is not a very well written screenplay. <laughs> it's no. Well, I feel like it has some problems in the third act. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the second panel. No one even J- Jonathan. Yeah. No one. No one even saved the cat. No one saved the come cat. Come on! Come on! Oh, save, save the, cat. the cat! Yeah. You got to save the cat. Oh okay. man. Uh, is that? That one, screenplay that, humor. That one screenplay humor. The, the one that Brian Cox played that guy in that movie. Uh, the physicist Brian Cox. Did he? Play Am I going a, too fast? Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to say yes. Yes, you are right. Physicist I think the Brian screen, Cox. The the film theorist that you're talking about was played by Brian Cox in the film adaptation. Mm, I think he played. He portrayed. I think he, that's the that's the real world guy that he's playing in that film. He portrayed John Malkovich. Okay. Uh, in panel two. In panel two. <laughs> no, it's obviously that's a joke. John Malkovich was portrayed mm-hmm. by physicist Stephen Hawking. Right. Um, Robert McKee. Does that sound right? It could well be. I don't know who the Save the Cat guy is. Robert. If I'm being honest. McKee. Being honest. Save the Cat. You know what? You know what this mouse is thinking, John? This mouse is thinking, who moved my cheese? Yeah. So that's another book title. Hmm. Garfield's like, what color is my parachute? Um, no, it's, wait, Blake <laughs> Snyder? <laughs> that's a person? Blake Snyder's Save the Cat. Yeah, you gotta save, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, mm. there, there are some names and some people in the film world. Listeners, Do we referenced a lot of things. In panel two, Daniel C. Dennett. In panel two, <laughs> Garfield Thinkalogs, heck with it. And I'd say his expression, his facial expression is about the same as in panel one. He can't yeah. remember who wrote Who Moved My Cheese either. <laughs> the cheese stands alone, Chris. You save the cat by moving the cheese. Yeah. Okay. In pan... Jesus. Jesus. In panel... Jesus. I hate my... In panel three... Wait, 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 Jonathan. Yes. We really fucked up because it's already Tuesday, but did you see the movie RoboCop this week? No. Okay, neither did did I. Moving on, moving on. Okay, We we gotta keep that recurring segment going. Um, In panel three, Garfield Mm -hmm. thinks, I prefer stories with a happy ending, and he swats the cheese into the mouse hole. Mm. I guess it's fine. I mean, it's nice that Garfield's empathizing with the mouse character in this movie. You know, 
Like he could have just eaten the cheese himself again. I kind of yeah. like Garfield giving the cheese to the mouse. I kind of like that too. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. We like yeah. it. It's pretty anyway. good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday. Okay. This one's over. Tuesday. God, I wish I didn't have to do this. Tuesday. I'm in a hurry. Mailbag. Ryan Pfeiffer. RoboCop Corner Week Four. Sent to Robo RoboCop Summary Challenge 9920. Ryan writes. Hi, Chris and John. Before I begin this week's description of Minute 4 of the movie RoboCop, <laughs> I thought I'd address some questions you seem to have about the film so far. <laughs> we did have questions. First, you wanted a description of the logo from the opening. So here goes. Seven solid cut steel <laughs> capital letters. One R, one B, one C, one P, and three O's. Oh my God. Not all in that exact order. The R oh and my C God. are slightly larger. I assume to indicate that they are the true capital letters in the title. <laughs> the I true like, capital letters. I feel like Ryan Pfeiffer is just describing a title now, not a logo. Like is the logo of RoboCop just the word RoboCop? Yeah, I think I think so. All right, fair enough. A logo can just be the title of the thing. I mean, logos is the Greek word for word, so I guess you know. Is it? Yeah, logos means word, and also Jesus. Um, All right. Or sort of, you know, look, biblical criticism, Jonathan. In the mm. beginning was the word. Mm -hmm. Okay. He says there's light shining off it, mostly on the right side, and shadows mostly on the left side. I think that pretty much covers it. Number two, you were also wondering about the opening credits. I can only speculate, because <laughs> although I have seen the film before, I don't remember exactly what happens and wouldn't want to spoil anything by attempting to. Wait. But I would guess that if there were opening credits, they would have shown up by now. Possibly around when the logo was displayed. Wait, I thought he, I thought, I thought he's he only was... watched the first four minutes, John. Oh, okay, but yeah, he's... he doesn't know what happens in minute five. But he, okay, all right. Um, so he's he's saying like if there were opening credits, probably they would have shown up by now. But who knows? It doesn't seem I like see. they would start listing credits over two minutes after that. But I will be sure to mention if any come up. With that out of the way, here we go, Jonathan. Minute four. All right. The characters who just entered the station, a man named Murphy, introduces himself to the cop that threw the three lawyers nice. out who is now standing behind what seems to be a sort of front desk for the precinct. Murphy, I'm just going to spoil it right now. I know from someone talking to me once. Actually, I'll, 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 I'll be even more specific. <laughs> I know this is true. I know from a music theory class that I took in college, <laughs> yeah. Murphy is the name of RoboCop. The guy who becomes RoboCop. Murphy is the name of RoboCop. Murphy okay. is the guy who became RoboCop is named Murphy. This I, came up this came up the professor explained it in a music theory. I thought theory it was Peter class. Weller, isn't it Peter Weller? He might have been portrayed by Peter Weller. Okay. But in the in the movie RoboCop, his name is Murphy. Well, I don't know the name of the fictional character. We were discussing a Beethoven quartet. We were? <laughs> yes. And he was just like, look, it's like in the movie RoboCop. Well, and we were like, we have not seen the movie RoboCop. No, which, wait, so which, started, which quartet? One of the late uh, ones, right? It's one, it, you're right. It was one of the late ones. Yeah. It's the one with the Grosso Fugue. Uh, the oh, big fugue. yeah. Which one is that? I don't know. We discussed, it was a, it was a, 
is a long class. We, t- we talked about it in terms of the Hegelian dialectic. Nice. And we took a break, and we came back, and he explained it again in terms of the movie RoboCop. <laughs> he was like, this movie is nothing, this quartet, and he said, this quartet is nothing like the movie Pulp Fiction. It's more like the movie <laughs> RoboCop. Wow. Anywho. Okay. Like in structure? Um, the guy, look. This was a long time doesn't, ago. Doesn't matter. We're out of time. I hadn't seen the movie RoboCop at the time, nor have I now. Okay. Uh, Murphy tells nor him. Have you I don't have. know. Murphy tells the guy that he's transferring from the Metro South precinct, mm-hmm. which the cop points out is a nice one. Murphy smiles and acknowledges that it's pretty good. Handing him a slip of paper, the cop tells him that down here you work for a living before instructing him to go put on his uniform. Murphy looks around for where to go before seeing the cop gesturing with his thumb in the right direction. Behind the desk, a person who appears to be homeless had been standing throughout the whole exchange. As Murphy walks away, they tug on the cop's arm and hold hold up a cup, but they're brushed aside and told to get a cup of coffee. They walk away, disgruntled. In the locker room of the station, one of the cops asks the other, named Shark, if there's any word on the condition of Fredrickson's. Shark? Oh, Stark. Oh. Stark and... Yeah, I don't know. Do they have know, name man. tags? How do we know their names? I don't know. Stark informs him that he's still listed as critical. Another cop walks in, speculating how distraught Fredrickson's wife must be. Oh, my God. Before noticing Murphy standing off to the side, going over a slip of paper as he introduces himself. As they walk down a hall, he asks Murphy what brought him here, sarcastically quipping that it's a paradise. Murphy doesn't know the details other than that he thinks he's one of the mini cops transferred in by OCP. This is overheard by a cop wearing nothing but a towel. Sexy. As they enter the showers who scoffs at the company name being dropped, referring to them as a bunch of morons running the department into the ground. Murphy tells the other cop that he's from Metro South, and he welcomes him by saying, Welcome to hell. Murphy is handed his Kevlar vest once they walk into another room full of bickering cops discussing assignments, which the cop Murphy was walking with joins in on. Jesus, that was confusing. I like the part when the cop was dressed sexy, though, just wearing a (laughs) towel. That was sexy. Yeah. That's it for minute four of the movie RoboCop. Stay tuned next week for minute five. Ryan, I'm getting tired of this. Please continue doing it. (laughs) Definitely continue doing it. Yeah. Ryan, listen, Ryan. At some point in the future, I'm going to beg you to stop doing this. And what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying don't now listen is, to him. Yeah, yeah. Even when I beg you to stop, please continue doing this. I will use trickery at that point. I'll be like, now I know I said not to listen to me, but I'm serious. Don't listen to me. All right. Continue doing well, this. I think that closes out the Tuesday episode. Thank, Thank you, you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.